The Office of the Secretary of Defense, OSD, holds great historical importance and plays a crucial role in national security decision-making. My new book, The Ever-Shrinking Fighting Force, discusses the significance of OSD in considerable depth. OSD is the Pentagon's senior headquarters staff and assists the Secretary of Defense in carrying out the, quote, authority, direction, and control of the Department of Defense, end quote, in the exercise of policy development, planning, resource management, fiscal and program evaluation responsibilities. OSD, along with the Joint Staff, is the Secretary of Defense's support staff for managing the Department of Defense, the world's largest and most complex organization. Since the establishment of the Department of Defense in 1947, the structure and focus of OSD has changed driven by factors including the focus of the administration in office at the time and the geopolitical circumstances. OSD also must maintain the appropriate relationship with the military joint staff and the military departments, Army, Navy, Air Force, and Space Force to ensure civilian control of the military, a bedrock of our nation's democracy. Since its creation, OSD has been accompanied by continued growth in its size and cost. In 1947, Secretary Forstall formed the first OSD staff with three special assistants from the Navy and 45 staff officials. Forstall originally intended OSD to be an oversight and policymaking organization, while execution and line management would be left to the military departments. However, Forstall quickly realized that OSD could not retain the small policymaking office he originally envisioned, or nor could he rely on the military services to completely cooperate and co coordinate voluntarily, as at the early days of the Pentagon, they preferred to resist or evade OSD control. The services perceived self-interest at that time demanded as much autonomy as possible, and they fought hard to maintain it. Accordingly, the senior leadership positions on the OSD staff began to steadily expand. To the present day, in 20. 21, the OSD presently appointed and Senate confirmed positions total over 30, including the Secretary of Defense and the Deputy Secretary of Defense. Moreover, according to the fiscal 19 data, the advertised size of OSD is over 4,000 military civilians. However, DOD acknowledges that bookkeeping entries have made the OSD staff look smaller than it really is. For example, the Office of the Inspector General with over close to 2,000 people is not included in the total headcount, nor is the Washington Headquarters Services, the group that operates the Pentagon and National Capital Region operations. Because of this, it is understood that the actual size of OSD is much larger than the publicized over 4,000 headcount. Consequently, it is more useful to look at the costs to understand OSD's mammoth size. Defense-wide spending has grown from 5% of the budget to almost 20% of the budget, and much of it is under the control of OSD. Dozens of studies and reviews over the years have included numerous recommendations for streamlining OSD to make its outputs timelier and more relevant and to stress its oversight role versus one of day-to-day -day management. Furthermore, numerous studies have recommended in, in including tight controls on OSD and headquarters headcounts. However, as evidenced by the ever-increasing size, scope, and complexity of OSD, Few of these controls have either been fully implemented or have survived over time when they were. 
Despite the lack of past progress in containing OSD size, OSD's overhead warrants a renewed look at reform as conflicts are fought and won by combat forces, not support headquarters or service headquarters. What changes could OSD make to become more effective? OSD, in my view, should focus on macromanagement rather than micromanagement. Because of the massive size, scope, and function of the Pentagon, the Secretary needs to be able to lead on the Department's major issues. In order to do this, the Office of the Secretary of Defense should focus on its core functions, which are macro allocation of resources, major policy formulation, and enterprise-level oversight. Moreover, there's a need to more clearly define senior leadership roles within OSD and the Pentagon as a whole. Historically, the Secretary of Defense, Deputy Secretary of Defense relationship has been most productive when the Secretary operates as DOD's Chief Executive Officer and the Deputy Secretary functions as DOD's Chief Operating Officer. Meanwhile, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff should mainly focus on operations while the Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs should concentrate on joint requirements, management, and technologies. The Service Secretary should specify the roles and responsibilities to be performed by the Service Chiefs as well as better clarify the division of labor between service secretaries and the military staff. To enable timelier and more relevant decision-making capabilities, OSD and the entire department need a more streamlined approach to avoid what former Undersecretary of Defense for Policy, Michelle Flournoy calls, quote, the tyranny of consensus, end quote. OSD and the department as a whole cannot afford to simply follow bureaucratic norm if it truly desires to successfully pivot the department towards great power competition. You can read more about the Office of the Secretary of Defense in my new book, The Ever-Shrinking Fighting Force, which is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble now. Thank you for listening.